let's just get started, you guys. There's this is we have so much to talk about and so little time. Let's do it. Here it comes. Nope. Where is it? Nope. Uh, this one. Ah! Yeah. Okay. Let's do it again. First time every time. Nope. <laughs> there it goes. Everybody, welcome back to Pack Your Mics, the top Woo! podcast from the creators of Read It and Weep. I'm Alex here with Megan in our Portland studios. Hey, Megan. Hello. And we're joined by Ez and Sarah, and their two burritos are off somewhere being burrito-y. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sarah's freshly brushed her teeth and is just ready to be here. I am ready. 5.40 p.m. Teeth brushed. <laughs> Day is starting. Ain't nobody covered in spit up. No. Got, got my coffee. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also joining us today, Chris and Tanya in Brooklyn. Welcome back, guys. Hey, hey. What's up, players? And, and, you guys, this still ends. Uh, new Sarah and Kyle in LA are both here. Hey, y'all. Hi. We're at the top of this mountain at this fancy resort. <laughs> Everybody is here. <laughs> Everyone is gathered. Um, some of us are finalists. Some of us are just here to sue and try not to seem sad about it. Uh, but uh, man, what an exciting! To have the fullest of full panels for the finale, I could not be happier to talk to you guys. We're about. the wheel, and we turned out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you turned. Uh, you have to whisk. You have to whisk in the pan. We, yeah, the whole time. We, just to ask, uh, we had to ask uh, Chef Repair how to how to get everyone to show up at one time, and we like, all just we, had to whisk us all together. No it's problem. a new rule. We're allowed to call our podcast mentors before we start the show this year. No one said we couldn't. Yeah, isn't that great? So you guys, it is this. So we were uh, the the weekly recap of Top Chef. This is season fifteen, episode fourteen, the finale. Finale. This has been a long uh, finale run, and this is the final finale, the ultimate showdown between uh, Joe Sesto, Southside Joe, and what we could have called uh, Southside Adrian this whole time, apparently, but I had kind Wait. of forgotten. Did you say Flam. You meant Flam. Yeah, Flam. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Joe Flam. Flam. Yeah, corrections already. Flam PM. Southside Joe Flam uh, and Southside Adrian. So yeah, Southside uh, has taken it's over. Secretly Southside Adrian. Yeah, secretly Southside Adrian. That's what we found yeah. out. Um, Southside. And they are cooking four courses side by side to the death, with two ch- not to the death with two choices to the uh, pain to the, to the food. <laughs> I mean, it's really to the, like, chewy cake. It's really like a cook your yeah. best and then also a dessert. Um, <laughs> to the misnamed dessert. Everybody gets, so it's four courses. Did they say it had to be a dessert, or was that the just their nope. choice they both made? Nope, you just get to choose to end with a dessert course if you want to. Both of them we've decided to whimper. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get to choose to end with a dessert course or, like, lose for a different reason, right? <laughs> or just, like, <laughs> slap some cheeses on a plate and walk out. Oh, cheese course. Uh, so to start out, so yeah, we're we're in Aspen. They're at the top of a mountain, uh, and each chef got to choose two sous from the previous chefs. Um, Joe took fatty and the stash, and Adrian took okay. butterfunk and fancy toast carry. Um, yep, because of knife block. Like, yeah, she got first fatty choice in the st- stash. <laughs> Sorry, good. Fatty and the Stash and Butterfunk and Carrie are like two really good cop shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a bunch of really good Motown groups. Mm. Yeah, like, this is like a- sort of like, yeah, in the, in the roots of rock, kind of like there's like a special, I guess, that happened in like, you know, like, like people don't really realize it, but actually, Fatty and the Stash came up with the whole idea of rock. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I guess we'll start there then. Let's get everybody's... So actually, no, let's start a setback. Let's take a quick pre-episode feels dump. How is everybody feeling as this is starting? How is the tension in your body? What are you thinking? Sarah and Kyle, start us off. What was your What was your emotional bag going into this? Oh, well, I was just like really in on everything because I love the cook your the meal of your life yep uh, rule challenge um, I think that's beautiful I loved everyone they picked for the Sues. I was just feeling like very happy and like warm and cuddly inside yeah, yeah. I, ditto I'd say ditto my emotional bag was like mostly empty because I know I, oh, no, <laughs> no I, that's I just don't thing. feel anymore it's just been a tough year. <laughs> no, it's like uh, I only get emotions if I feel like somebody shouldn't win. As as long as like I was happy with both of them winning, I was like nothing's in the bag because I'm going to be happy either way. It's more yeah. like I, I I stack my emotional bag with like in case of emergency, uh, open the bag. Yeah, <laughs> happy thoughts. Just like emotional granola bars, just in case. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, it's not a full meal, but it'll tide you over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tanya, you said you agree. Same thing. Empty bag. All all good. No, I was no, I was feeling more like Sarah. I was feeling more full bag. Oh, full bag, bag but for the same of, reasons. Full of warm, fuzzy things. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you too. Yeah, uh, definitely full. I mean, so this the outcome was spoiled for me on Eater.com because oh, I didn't yeah, watch it on that. Thursday night at nine, oh, and so oh, I was no. mostly on just Bravo? really mad that I knew. Yeah. Sorry. On, on Bravo, where you can watch it, Thursday nights at 9. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> on Bravo.tv. But Eater spoiled it because I was looking at restaurant openings, and uh, uh, Adrian is, is having a pop-up, a monthly pop-up in Harlem that they talked about, and they mentioned that she mm. was the runner-up, uh, yeah. which was only the day after Top Chef aired, so I thought it was really soon. But that was quickly all forgotten because I, I mean, I knew the outcome, but my heart was so full. I love both of these chefs. I loved all the camaraderie between them, between their teams, uh, just the, the general positive vibe. And I think it really, uh, carried out in the food. So many positive vibes. I appreciate you. Had, you had sent us an email that there was the spoiler on eater. So we should, we should avoid it. And so I was just paranoid for two days. I did not open my RSS reader. I did not open my normal Twitter client. Uh, yep. I stayed away Stop from the texting. Yeah, I stayed, Megan and I didn't talk for two days just in case she knew I didn't want her to let it slip. Mm-hmm. Although Chris, to his credit, did not let it spill to me. Like oh. I found out by watching the show. He, which he was contained very the him. damage. Oh, he totally did. Oh, yep. that's nice of you, Chris. I like, like to share Dutch my boy. misery. <laughs> yeah. Um, as and Sarah, how are you guys feeling? Yeah, good. I came into the episode feeling stress-free also a stress-free bag i guess <laughs> i'm so glad you guys have embraced this thing that i said on accident that's not a thing people say <laughs> yeah well the only thing that i like kind of cared about is that as and i thought we guessed it was flam because mm. the way padma was looking in the preview when she announced you are you guys and your look guessing yeah i want to be in on those discussions the look <laughs> guessing is fascinating yeah. her eyes were toward I guess the right, and am I remembering that right? Uh, yeah, her Let's right, Let's just yeah. say, they were yeah. towards the right, and and that's how they were standing with him to her right and Adrian on the left. So I was wow. kind of hoping it was him so that we would be right, but that was really the only reason. And if we were proved <laughs> wrong, it would have been fine. I love Adrian, too. You were rooting for him just so that it matched your gaze radar. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I only have so much control over stuff in my life right now, and that was really important. <laughs> it's really important to understand eyeliner. You gotta exert your control where you can. Yeah. 
Guys, if you've ever been on, on, on a shoot, like around, say, like a dinner table, like uh, for, for any kind of like show, eyelines are really important, all right? It's yeah. like, it's a big deal. So, uh, you know, we... Yeah, and it's we, virtually we, impossible to flip the image in a video. Right. Horizontally. Yeah, yeah no, well, because they'll, they'll Can't look, be done. They will look weird. Yeah, they'll look super uh, like, weird. It'll, it'll look like Bizarro Padma. Um, yeah. But it'll look like how Padma looks like to herself. So well, Padma right. thinks that oh, she's yeah. Bizarro so, Padma. So we see what Padma thinks is Bizarro Padma. <laughs> yeah. Still we beautiful. Are, I'm it's not very, she, Bizarro Padma is not very bizarre. <laughs> I'm going to take the 4x4 four four back on track. Megan, what did you think going into this episode? <laughs> I, was a, I, I think I, I was a little stressful bag, mm-hmm. even though yeah. um, I would, you know, I, I really like both of them. I was a little bit worried about the altitude, even though they've had mm-hmm. the practice at altitude. And I just didn't want, I hate the finales when someone like just totally doesn't do well. And especially yeah, if it bombs. was going to be something yeah. like altitude, um, you yeah. know, something where it would have worked out if they'd not been at the top of a mountain. That's a very good so, point. Yeah. And, so I was and, a little yeah. stressed about that. And it did but end up, we had no bombs. Being a little dry, which could have been altitude related. He had to put more flour in it or something. Well, yeah, they had to. Yeah, and they had to try it like four or five times. Right. Yeah, that yeah, took there several were a couple things. Yeah, and the the twill took a lot of practice, and yeah, I, they were so casual about being at twelve thousand feet. They just it was like, oh, and by the way, just incidentally, because they had, I which I was glad they had so much training on it by that point, because otherwise that would be a stressful thing to introduce at this point. I think because that sneering Englishman wasn't there to tell them about the time he did it <laughs> at, at one hundred and eighty thousand feet <laughs> in space. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I remember when I opened my first restaurant on the International Space Station. We had to change all of the proportions. We never boiled water. <laughs> Pasta can't exist in space. Um, we only ate moon cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a moon cheese course. I um I was a little, I don't know. Um, I'm so glad you guys were all positive. I guess I felt like go at the end of last episode. I was like, I'm just so happy that one of these two people win. And then as the show developed, it's sort of like sometimes this happens to me with other things. Where like I feel like I don't have an opinion, and then someone is like, "How about pizza?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess I was set on sushi or whatever." Like, mm. yeah, I didn't realize until. Uh, the like final announce was being made that I was rooting for Adrian so hard. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like I Joe. Too. He's so delightful, but it just I it turned out I was a hundred percent in the bag for her. And so I I was, I was so happy. I felt like I was a, a full of, of joy bag, and then it turns out I was completely able to be crushed. You were a sad yeah, bag. My <laughs> my anger has been growing since the episode in a Ooh, weird way. Like I was like immediately crestfallen that she didn't win. And like now that it's been like a solid like day since I had the news, I like am pissed. <laughs> like, it's just not You want to say more? It's not right. Yeah, tell me more about why. Well, I just think the more that I think about it, the more that like sublime pasta is sublime, but I felt like she was breaking new ground or at least Mm -hmm. breaking ground that like needs to be broken in terms of like what she's doing with like food genres and like sort of busting out of like our preconceived notions about like what Southern cooking should be and can be. And I just wanted them to give her that platform. And if it was down to like teeny tiny like details and nitpicking, like just give it to her. Like why, why, like yeah. why go with Mr. River Rock Pasta? Like come on, we can all do that. Whoa, whoa. That's not wait, wait, hold we on. can't we all do all River Rock, Rock Pasta, pasta but it just doesn't feel. It just didn't feel as good to me. 
Um, so, it, okay, Ezra is sending us uh, images on the chat of Bizarro Padma, and you're right. It, I mean, she looks gorgeous, Which one but is slightly Bizarro? off. So I flipped one of them. This is oh, so no. good for an audio medium. <laughs> oh, man. Definitely so the second good. one is the flipped one. I, I will say it's it's disconcerting to it is it's actually harder to tell now that i'm flipping it. It anyway we'll post me... these in the chat uh, or in, in, in the episode <laughs> it... details you can look at these two and decide for yourself which is the bizarro padma um i yeah i don't know if anger is how i feel because i guess it's so tough with these with the challenges like this because uh i, I want to go through the courses with us the way they did on the show but it just sort of feels like either it was very, very close, and it was basically a toss-up. And then, like, yeah, it's frustrating that they didn't pick her for having more creativity. Or it was just a poor job of editing that we didn't see why they clearly was, preferred yeah. Joe. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I have to run for cover and be like, I know I didn't eat the food, and I know I wasn't actually there for the 700-hour discussion that they actually had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it really wasn't as close as they claimed it was, and that's fine. Um, yeah, that, but that's... But, I, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to run for cover. That's not on you. It's either that they didn't show us on the episode. That's what... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. uh, our dog's an Adrian fan. He's <laughs> getting really heated up over here. <laughs> I like how heated um, he gets. I apologize for the loud interruptions. We're trying to get his toy away from him. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's jump can, in. So we have, have like, four courses. Let's go through them in order. Yes? Well, before before we do, can I just like call into question like the whole idea of like judging courses against each other? Because like it's all totally. like... Totally. Mm-hmm. It's all like someone's like... Oh man, Shape of Water had absolutely the best first act, uh, and so that's why. That's like, true. Best first, like right? It's it's you're, you're the whole the whole meal, right? We yeah. almost always end up in the finals. Not us. The show always ends up in the finals, sort of saying like so and so one course one, so and so one course two, um, and then only when it's not a clear winner do they talk more about the overall meal. But it does seem it does seem like they just kind of see who gets more of those four points. Um, they were maybe a tiny bit less explicit about it this time, so I have sort of my feelings about what they were saying, but... Um, yeah, I, I agree that they weren't super... They never did go through and say, okay, one point for this course, one point for this course. Right, right. And and I almost feel like, at least from what we saw, it does feel also like a little unjustified for him to have won by that much because mostly just because his ribeye wasn't very good. And um, as magical as the asparagus is, I just sort of assumed that Tom being a steak chef would say miscooking your protein on the course that we weight the heaviest is the biggest sin over but both third courses ate dry both of them yeah but hers was beans and his was was meat anyway let's get to it so let's go in order let's do us in order we don't, this is not necessarily how you decide um so for the f- first course oh and i mentioned this earlier but i don't think i've ever seen this on the show before where they just call their heroes and ask for advice on the actual preparations of their dishes that's well, new, right? You still got to cook it. Oh, definitely. I don't think it's a problem. I think it's rad. I just hadn't. I don't think they've done that before. And yeah. They, well, I they agree. both just did Adrian. call their mentors. They both called their so mentors. So it seemed like it really... was almost maybe an instruction to call them. Totally. Well, especially yeah. since repairs well, have been on the show so many times. And well, yeah. like he might need to like make sure he picks up. You know, like you were <laughs> yeah. like just calling my That's mentor. True. Ooh, leaving my mentor a real cool voicemail. <laughs> like, <laughs> Very different episode if it goes that way. Um, So for the first course, uh, uh, Adrian prepares um, Tweel over Doshi. And the Tweel is so beautiful that Graham talks about making love to it. 
Um, yeah, probably the no, best thing. Pat, to be it. fair, that's yeah. sort of his go-to button. Here. He was but, turned on. This Graham was turgid at peeking under the tweel. Like this was the hottest thing has ever happened he, to him. Yeah. Although, I mean, it was a gorgeous dish. And, so it, it, you know, it had that disc of that netting like tweel. And then they also showed the shot where it was broken in four yes. and, and around the side. It just Dipping like. Dipping in that dashi. It dashi was beautiful. And everybody's reaction was just like, this is magical. Yeah. This, this I, needs to be on your menu forever. Padma said it was Goodbye. one of the best things she's <laughs> ever eaten on the show. I mean, like, really yeah. incredible yeah. first course. Um, and Joe countered that with raw tuna and fat powder. Uh huh. Which, Which was also apparently great, good? but like weird. <laughs> I I'm not familiar with the dish he was doing a play on, but it was like, um, it was flipping around. It's supposed, but, to, be, it's supposed to be tuna with, or it's supposed to be veal with a fish infused aioli. Right. He switched it by making it tuna with a veal aioli. Yeah. I, I don't want that, but <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I also didn't want that. Like he described it, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but a, but a little bit good for you for making it. I don't know. Like you should try everything. It looks pretty. It's the bizarro yeah. version of that dish. I'm sure backwards Padma would love it. Well, Can we and, have and more powders of fat just everywhere now. Is it dish whose time has come? Yeah, have we gone from foams to ashes to powders? Oh yeah, ashes yeah. To ashes. We're we're moving through all kinds of media at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, so she. It seems like clearly she won that that first course. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if we it depends on it, does feel like it's gonna be weird to weigh the first course against the third, for example. But it seemed like she just came out guns blazing, and especially because she spent so much time getting that tweel right at altitude, it just looked just unbelievable. Um, second course. She made uh, octopus and grits, which... Um, yeah, with black squid ink grits. Black squid which is just grits, yeah. So and striking. It was like, it looked amazing. Well, and interestingly you know? enough, because uh, Joe made tortellini with pig face, and uh, it made, it was so, that was so good, it made Gail want to eat rocks, and that's because yeah. he used a, a wheat where you just set the wheel, the field on fire before you make it. So, like, she went with the dark version of grits, and he went with this blackened pasta um, side to they side. They both looked amazing. Really that pasta looked delicious. so good. Oh, my yeah. God. It yeah. was I will say, like, I will say the thing that I also... This just was a highlight for me of why the finale is so pleasing is because you get so much detail about every part of the dish yeah. and all of like the yeah. things that go into it and like how you're selecting all of them. And like this is just a level of intensity that is so rare on a cooking show. And, you know, we get it once a season, really. We get and it's so depth. it's such a pleasure. And it's like, such a pleasure. We get and to you, watch them you, cook with three people who are all great so they can do so much more. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it was so great. Cool. It was and great. I love how giddy Tom is. It's almost like Last Chance Kitchen, Tom. You know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is close really to Last Chance. I I agree. Yeah, it's totally true. right. Oh, I yeah, almost... oh, how giddy was he? He was so giddy when he was surprising them with their pre. I forgot thing about dinner. Yeah. He's like, hey, so guess who it is? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. me. <laughs> Those guess what? Dad has so... the night off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His glasses like were the... so humanizing. They just made him seem so <laughs> sweet. Well, it was like it was like last day of school, Tom. Right? Yeah, they're like, yeah. They're about they're about to break. Right? Got and the like, T-shirt. Yeah, that yeah, was I loved so his fun. apron. Also, I love the apron. Oh man, I loved that scene so much. This is one of my favorite tropes on the show: is 
the judge's surprise cook for the contestants. And this was one of the fanciest looking meals I think I've seen them prepare. And oh, sure. Yeah, Let's serve it on a gravestone. Yeah. 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 Two and, massive and Graham, gravestones. Is that his name? Graham? Yeah, yeah it's Graham. Graham's dish yeah, looks Graham really Elliot. good. Oh, it looks yeah. so good. Although yeah, today seemed to kind of like... Crazy. Go ahead, Kyle. Tom seemed to side eye. He's like, it's a good cook on that lamb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. how it tastes is like, good cook. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the gravestone, though. Hashtag, we want plates. Just give us plates, you guys. We just want plates. <laughs> No one needs that uh, huge stone for that. It's like a square yard of marble yeah, per it was dish. So much. And then Kyle noted that Graham's glasses seem to be getting bigger every time he reappeared on screen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it just he looked like Menomina. <laughs> oh, see, my comparison was Elliot Gould in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's true. I feel like his mood board is so like it's just pictures of Menomina. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Elliot Gould. Shiny jackets. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, his yeah. jacket was yeah. major. Yeah. <laughs> it's extra. Uh, I, I think I've told you about this before, but I really enjoyed the Reddit, We Want Plates, uh, which is just pictures of people <laughs> serving food on stuff that's not plates that should really just be plates. Yeah. Um, Isn't Sarah, have you guys ever eaten off of a rock? <laughs> Um, um, I mean, no? I mean, not as a first choice. <laughs> Have you ever? But, I mean, things eaten? get rough when you're parenting. So yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys eat river rocks? As mm. a rule? I mean, when you can get a river rock, I think usually like pool rocks. What if it's made out of rock. damp pasta? <laughs> I would. I mean, yeah, I definitely am more of an ocean rock kind of person. I mm. like more of the, the the salt water rock than a freshwater rock. If it was up to me, me, uh, I'm all about. Brook stones, <laughs> mm. just like massage chairs, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, just be careful if it's one of those places where the bear poops and then it rolls downhill, and then you, you have, eat yeah, the you have to cook the rock setting on fire first. <laughs> hey, oh man, I, it you was so weird the way rocks. Gail was talking about eating river rocks like it was her new forbidden fruit. Like she was gonna leave this and just like be tide like, pods? yeah, exactly like tie pods. This is her new like just eyeing it like, oh, if only I, if only you were edible. Once you've eaten all the food in the world, you're like, what else can I eat, right? Yeah. And you're like, What's yeah, not food? Rocks, tiles. I, I, I mean, this is legitimately, I was very angry I couldn't eat Christmas lights as a child. Oh, they're yeah. beautiful. That makes sense, mm. man. Yeah. Right? They look good. Also, don't they eat them in, uh, well, there's like some Christmas special where they make a joke about how some of them aren't ripe. Like Christmas lights aren't ripe. Guys, fun. I'm sorry. I'm having a quiet flashback moment here that I just thought out loud. That's really Let's nice. Let's keep talking about so, it. Let's enjoy back it. Back to Tell the dishes. It. So back to this course, tortellini, pig face, or octopus and grits. And it did seem like the octopus and grits were very good, but that tortellini was just just blew everybody away. And yeah, so similar we're at this, to Adrian's first course. Yeah, sort of this know. familiar place where we're two courses in and eat everybody's doing great, but they're one win apiece. And then the the train just it doesn't completely derail, but it's like it's just flirting with being a a, a road it train. Doesn't rail either. Yeah. yeah, it I it does seem like at the at two courses in, it seems like this is the best finale meal we've ever seen, and then it kind of like averaged back out a little bit. I think so. Regressed to the mean. Yeah. Adrian came up with a, a cheer wine braised short rib with mashed with half mashed black eyed peas. Versus Joe's uh, chewy ribeye with magical asparagus. And it mostly turned out that Adrian's beans... So she tried to do this thing where she's like, every time I've had black eyed peas, they are overcooked and mushy. I don't want to do that, but I want to 
to experience. I wanted to be like as if they're bad, but to cook them right. She wanted to gesture towards that. Yeah, so right. she mashed half the black eyed peas and left the rest fine. And that seems like the possibly her. That's like maybe her biggest regret out of all of this. That may be the thing that brought her down. And Joe well, just because she mashed them early. So it's the thing oh. that she was mashing undercooked, and then it dried out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. So like they're still mashed, but they still had the like gritty flavor of undercooked beans. Yeah. So I, I can see how that would. Who's not gonna work. love that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound great. I get that. Mm. Um, the asparagus. Have you guys ever had cheer wine? No. Yeah. Oh. Tell me about cheer wine. Cheer wine. Oh, that is uh, a North Carolina delicacy. Uh, it's a it's cherry my favorite wine soda. in a yeah. can. It, yeah. It's not wine at all. There's nothing it's, wine It's like about soda. It. Oh, it's just a cherry yeah. soda? Yeah. It's just incredibly sweet cherry mm. soda. Kyle introduced to me the first time I went to North Carolina with him, since that's where his family is. And it yeah. is it's insane. great. It's that's really like, good. It sounds and like when she said, delicious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As a, no, I'm not being wine. sarcastic at all. It sounds like something I would genuinely love. So is it like the like oh. maraschino cherry juice, but with bubbles? <gasps> no, nothing like that. It's oh, not okay. that like rich. It's like... It's not a super intense cherry flavor. That's like diluted, mm. but it's still a very sweet soda. So mm. it kind of like threads a needle of having some cherry flavor, but not overloading it. So it's a like really good drinking soda. I guess I'm a little embarrassed that this whole episode happened and it never occurred to me that it wasn't wine. Wait, wait, pause for one second. Yeah, Kyle, is there a really good eating soda? Because that'd be also awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you can also baking eat soda. Nope. Wait, baking soda. <laughs> A chewing soda? Yeah. Soda bread? Soda bread. There you go. Soda yeah. bread. Okay. All right. We can move on. I just I hoped someone could catch that. Uh, I knew somebody could. Um, yeah. Thanks, team. Man, yeah. Just, did, did she say at some point that cheer wine was not wine? I saw it was in a can, but I was like, that could be a wine she in a can. She said cherry soda. She did? I'm just dumb. I thought it was wine. Yeah. When she I'm, gave it to Flam, yeah. and he got to taste it. He was like, that's good soda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I'm dumb. I'm super dumb. But uh, apparently no, it does... Not. I thought it was wine, too, when I it... first heard the name. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the the, name. Most in, yeah in my wine defense, wine, wine is yeah. half of the words of that. Um, Tom should hate cheer wine based on this. <laughs> but I, it, uh, I love... Guys, I love the cheer wine website. It says, often the number one or number two brand sold in barbecue restaurants. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. Very, very, very true. Kind of a modest oh, brag. Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, but apparently that yeah, so that the braise on the short rib was really really good, but the beans were pretty were unappetizing. But then and then Joe like totally messed up his protein. But the asparagus may have pulled him up. So he cooked asparagus in its own juices, which is like kind of mean. Because first he juiced some asparagus and yeah. had the juice ready to go. Like yeah. this is not like when you cook asparagus, it's so juicy. Like no. Mm. It, well, uh, which is, is an interesting process, but apparently it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. The, asparagus this juice is what no he accident, a couple guys. Weeks ago <laughs> with the the tomatoes. Oh, you're oh, right. Good call. Yeah, good His point. thing is he like puts a hat on a hat by <laughs> That's cooking his favorite a thing. thing. And well, first I juice the hat, and then I dip the hat in the hat juice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, apparently it drives Gail crazy. But his whole thing is like, this looks like normal food, but then turns out I developed this flavor way past where you would ever think it would go. That tomato and trick seemed like it was going to be this magical, and it, we never really heard about it. So it, apparently, it wasn't quite as good as this trick was. But yeah, that yeah, I feel like this feels like where the where the game was won and lost because, uh, and this is why I'm a little surprised is because her meat was her protein was so much better, and I thought that would matter to Tom. But the beans were way more bad, or the asparagus was more good than the beans were. 
tolerable or anyway th- those seem like where it ended up kind of hinging could be a difference point. maker there yeah yeah because i would have given her like the win from this from the way they were talking originally but apparently not the other thing that i thought was interesting was maybe just that joe like took uh took something that fit within the course of his like menu but then also did a little hat tip to colorado and was like here's yeah. all the beautiful stuff that's in season right this very moment true true um that felt a little bit more about the surroundings and i feel like they always like that they it's do kind of like, like a clip show well, dish actually also but fresh food tastes better I mean, that's true. Uh, okay mr facts a clip? <laughs> Wait, as a clip show what did you say yeah, it was a clip show no. dish where it's like, it's like, guys, remember this season? Remember everything we've done? And oh, it was yeah. like, here's Colorado. And there's like, yeah, there's a montage like in your mouth. <laughs> Quick, give me the second line of that song. <laughs> it's the place that's high. <laughs> that's the song. That's their, that's their well played. state yeah. anthem. Yeah. <laughs> there are bowls. You went right to it all the ways. Any, anyhow. Fourth course, both doing desserts. Adrian made a banana pudding that was a bit intellectual, beautiful, but not delicious. It was mostly yuzu. <laughs> it was mostly yuzu. Um, I yeah, I didn't hear that it wasn't delicious. I heard that it was just not banana. Enough. There was not enough banana. The, well, also, interestingly enough, both desserts, it seemed like they would have liked the dessert with a different name. So it was a classic yeah. Tom conundrum. If, so, if so, sh- so take that, Shakespeare. You're wrong about everything. <laughs> yeah, a, a yuzu pudding by any other name will lose you Top Chef. Um, <laughs> You call yeah. it banana pudding, Grand and Elliot. it was a yuzu pudding with banana. Totally changed his expectations. Similarly, uh, um, Joe made a nona cake that had no nonas in it, and Tom was furious. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, nonas <laughs> were involved <laughs> in the making of this cake. It was not realistic for nonas. And that was delicious, but dry. Um, I did. I thought somebody said not delicious with her banana pudding, Wait. but... Wait, I don't was think it, dry? it was, I thought dry. It was, it was dry. chewy in yeah. a good way. It was oh. chewy, and the ricotta was uh, the ricotta a little too rich. Yeah, it was yeah. too heavy, yeah. Yeah. heavy yeah. too dry. Yeah. All right, all right. My notes are not very reliable. Um, me from yesterday is an unreliable narrator of this show. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, they, it does seem like if they both changed the names. Also, it feels like Adrian would have won if she'd given um, more grits, more banana. So she had like all the components in her hand, but she was she held back a little on the moist parts and. Yeah, that that was the criticisms, but it, mostly that this I feel I just feel a little bit sad that they didn't continue to get better as the dishes went on. The fact that it was kind of like stumbly third and stumbly fourth course took a little bit of the um, pure joy out of that bag. Hey, can I point. talk about my emotions for just a second? Yes, Chris. We oh, okay. Love <laughs> to hear big sigh. Yes. Big sigh. Like. <laughs> I was trying to. Uh, you know what that, uh, I'm a dick if I say no, right? <laughs> what that sigh was like, that was like, how long do I need to sigh before I think of a funny comeback? Oh, turns out oh, okay. there is none. So just the sigh ends Sorry. and I can't think of anything funny. I'm just, cr- I I'm just picturing say, Chris with his hand in a bag and we're like just all kind of talking. He's like, should I take it out? Should I take it out? <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, let's hear about your bag, man. What's, your, what's in your mind? Uh, bag? Just my bag. I just, uh, I think that we are talking about these dishes based on the outcome that we know at the end of this episode, which is of course that Joe Flam won top chef and not Adrian, mm. but I, I just talking about these dishes. I'm sort of time traveling back when I was watching this 
And I was loving every success for each of these chefs. Mm -hmm. Like each one of these dishes, like I loved their sous chefs. I love that they were all just, no matter what team you're on, yeah, you can taste this. Or Joe Flan, you know, uh, Flan bought the extra ingredients for Adrian or, you know, just like they're all just supporting each other. You know, just, just this is the best that either of them have cooked. And each one of these dishes, even the worst one was a triumph, you know? Yeah, totally. Joe Flan was being the classic big brother that he was like, giving her help when she needed it and also elbowing her with a shopping cart every two minutes. Yeah, exactly. It was great. Um, yeah, it was... I I think it seemed like Adrian might have gotten a little sick of the elbowing at one point, but I loved that like look that he was like... They were goofing around instead of freaking out before this. Yeah. Even after Tom yeah, said like... Nice. Not only is this the uh, uh, biggest dish of this, cook like your life depends on it. This weird threatening Tom before they start. Yeah, Hunger Games Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, exactly. I'll make another dish. Your yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, but to your emotional uh, uh, statement, Chris, um, first of all, we appreciate you sharing and all your oh, emotions are you. valid. But also, huh. yeah, it was pretty delightful. And even though I, like, I, I didn't, because we couldn't eat them, but like the banana pudding, like, look gorgeous and yeah yeah i really freaked yeah. out at that one i thought mm-hmm. it was going to be incredible and then i was sad that it was more yuzu forward than they wanted yeah, yeah but if padma had like you know just t- suddenly flipped the script and said you know what there's two top chefs this season like we would have been equally as happy for each of them yeah mm-hmm. i think i might have been i would have been okay with that um although i would have liked i almost would have liked to have tom retired from the show after his knock knock joke <laughs> yes, oh my yeah, God. I, I don't know. know. I thought it was good. He's I, working a lot. Um, oh it's not ready for his type five yet. I, but don't, like, you know, I don't know if he understands the way that joke works. I, he just it's said much Nog better Nog than Caleb's there. version Yuzu. of that joke. Caleb, Caleb's, are, Caleb's are more busted than this. So, <laughs> Caleb's jokes need help. Tom, Tom's at least could be recognizable as like if you squit, it's a joke. Caleb's are like really, really like I want to say like postmodern. Yeah. What we're trying to say is we laughed hard because it was the funniest thing we've heard in a day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Would you like to hear Man. my Caleb's jokes? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, so it's like, why did Superman... Uh, why did a chicken jump on Superman's cape? Oh, good question. Well, why? Meet you at the corner. Some Kaufman level like absurdity. Surrealist humor. Yeah, so and he'll tell like like three of those in a row basically with all the same punchline, obviously, but it's like a different intricate setup. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's not appreciating his time. These jokes they'll get them in ten years. Yeah. (laughs) We are not ready for those (laughs) jokes. Um, Not ready. What else is there? Um I mean, so that kind of brings us to the end of those dishes. Like, how are you guys, like, any other, anybody else want to share their feelings after the courses have happened and before the judgment? I love Fatih. Oh, Uh, Fatih. I I love Joe's joke that he was like, he picked her because he was going to just go with a Pakistani menu this time around. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like what did the... Fatih say that was so funny? Oh, if it's a competition to love Joe Flam, I love Joe yes. Flam the most. Yeah. I, I win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so good. Also, um, I loved uh, that Joe Stash didn't talk that much. Oh. He was... Oh, hello, well, Joe. Dinner guest. Joe here to explain All himself? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to bring us No, sushi. I thought Joe was like really 
pretty charming in, in yeah. this like low yeah. low dose Joe this episode. Ooh. And I, I like low dose Joe. <laughs> low dose Joe is awesome. You know, you have to microdose your Joe sometimes yeah. <laughs> so you don't overdo it. Yeah. Um, and I thought like watching him make that pasta by hand was really cool. Oh, it was, oh, it was beautiful. awesome. Oh, so yeah. Good. I loved that him making that pasta dough was perfect and the contribution was perfect. And I liked that Carrie making the grits she'd never done before and she crushed it. Yeah. Both of those were just really satisfying to watch. Yeah. Which on one hand, so Arian's like, it's just grits. Like, you're a good cook. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. her confidence too in giving it to somebody. I thought that was really fun. Um, I think that's a sign that Carrie's clearly someone that's watched My Cousin Vinny a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Because she's overinflated the like place of grits and southern lifestyles. Because <laughs> sure. uh, that's a similar thing Sarah's freaked out over making grits uh, for me too. And it's just like you pour it in slow and keep stirring. Yeah, you just stir it and then it becomes grits. And it's it's genuinely very easy. But it was Although very to scary. hear Hugh Atchison talk about it too, you would not think that. Like it's all well, very... Ah! Is she yeah. casual about anything though? Well, that's true. Yeah. No chill on that, man. Yeah. Um, a couple of other like random tidbits. Um, oh, the uh, everybody's wearing Planned Parenthood pins in the film. Oh, that was great. And oh, they didn't talk did about it at all. Never mentioned Which is interesting. It. And I was like, that no, looks... But Tom's the... getting heat on Twitter for it. Yeah, apparently they are. Really? And one thing that I saw that I loved is that Padma is just like... Uh, like guns blazing if you give her shit about the the planned parenthood pin she yeah, is as coming everyone after you should be. that's insane that they're getting hate for that that's so intense yeah it's yeah they got a couple of violent threats they had to report i saw today oh geez wow yeah. it's such a small like it's just a like it's just a pin and also you have to know that logo pretty well to notice that that was sitting on their lapels. So it does seem like if you're yep. the kind of person who's that mad about it, but also is like that good at recognizing Planned Parenthood logos, you're a weird person. Well, and it's they not secretly... like they did like a huge like ad in the middle of it that was like, we should all be on birth control. Like it was like a, <laughs> it was a pin. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was no like a now for a break from Planned Parenthood. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, the pasta it's not is the full San of Pellegrino the pill. <laughs> I just want to eat river rocks and never get pregnant. <laughs> oh well, God! But Gail, I mean, in a time people thought that's what you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> and Gail I mean, is pregnant, probably. Yeah, totally. Right? Gail's with filming? child, so yeah. Gail, don't eat the pasta. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, what I read was that um, this Padma has been a big supporter of that cause for a while, and it was something yes. that she wanted to do. And the other judges were like, "Heck yeah, of course we're with you on that." And I think that is very cool. And I think it was cool of yeah. Bravo to let him to like not make that a big deal. I also think it's cool to do that in Colorado, which is the home of um, some other very uh, uh, contrasting uh, programs. Uh, focus on the sure. family, right? Is that in Colorado Springs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have an ice cream shop at Focus on the Family. Not very good. Oh, oh good. Well, at least you ate there. Focus on the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I went there to take pictures of the weird bookstore, which turned out to be pretty funny. Then someone said there was like a soda shop in the basement, and I thought that would be fun. And then it was just not that much fun. So they did get two dollars of my money, but which I'm sure mm-hmm. they put to bad use. But um, anyway, I, like I got more their ice mediocre cream. ice cream. Yeah. yeah. So really, it was only a dollar probably after cost. What, anyway, what um, did you get? Man, now it feels like a quiz where I'm lying. I don't know. It was a couple years ago. It was an ice cream. It wasn't very good. I'm sure I got something vanilla based. That's my normal. I don't think. In fact, I don't more remember being like a this. lot of choices. I think more I may have gotten like. This. 
All right. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? Do you, any any final thoughts on this? I are you, like are you guys pure happy for Joe? Did you feel a little crushed for Adrian? Or, uh, Tanya, you said you were a little mad. How's everybody feeling now? Let's do a post show bag. Uh, I was I, not I, as happy as I wanted to be. Yeah, agreed. I love Joe. Yeah, I love. Yeah. I I I do love him. There's like no disappointment over his triumph but i was so much more excited and intrigued by adrian's food as presented and i just like really adore her and um i I feel like her kind of final to camera interview sort of summed it up for me where she was like really teary and she's like you know it was great like i did my best but i just i didn't win and that's still hard so hard yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's so hard yeah yeah the two things that make me not as sad as i i was i was like so into having her win i really was was disappointed when they said joe's name and um but the two things that make me happier one is joe's phone call to his wife Oh yeah, that was cute. It was darling. The way she reacted, like, oh shut up. I just that was so cute. And the other thing that makes me really happy is back when Tom and Graham were having their cook off, and Tom said just like real slyly, he's like, So you're planning on opening a restaurant? She said, Yeah. And he was like, Well, I bet you'll have a lot easier time finding investors now. And that's to the thing that we've been saying for years without a lot of evidence, but turns out to be true, which is that just being good on this show, win or lose, will help you a lot in your career. And so apparently it is a known thing. And I have con- we've confirmed this with other chefs off the air, but we, we can say that it's much easier to get funding for restaurants after you've done well on Top Chef. Like just yeah. restaurant investors come out of the woodwork. So it seems like Adrian's going to get a lot of her dreams out of this. And so that does make me feel better from having seen that tiny moment. Oh, definitely. Like, it, you know, she doesn't, she in no way like lost anything. Like yeah. her food looked amazing. She is so like lovable and like easy to root for. And I, I mean, she's, she's going to just be great. It was just one of those things where you're like, oh crap. At the end of yeah. the day, there really can only be one winner. And that sucks. Cause I love both of them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I think this revealed something. I mean, like I was very happy with Joe winning and kind of like, over the course of the season, I whenever I saw like one of Joe's dishes, I was like, "That's what I want to eat," and I felt the same way about like the finale. Uh, but I, I felt like good that he won, but I felt like I thought it was a bummer that again a white dude chef wins Top Chef, even if I feel like it was a justified win. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just a thing that yeah. I, I I felt this way a couple times this season where Top Chef really tries to force the chefs to cook top chef's way. Uh, and I felt this way when Tanya got eliminated, where she was like eliminated for not doing a challenge when the challenge didn't like work with her approach to cooking. Yeah, And I, I think that it's, I don't know how to fix it and I don't know what, whether it's an actual problem, but I just felt it's just symptomatic of the way top chef wants you to cook food the way top chef thinks food should be cooked. And it felt yeah. like I'm going to find and replace way. Top Chef with Tom Colicchio in that, in that yeah. statement, yeah. pretty much. It's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, to an extent. Like, I liked, and I, yeah. Yeah. I co-sign I, on I that. I'd subscribe to your newsletter. Sorry, go ahead, Tanya. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, all I was going to say is I totally echo that sentiment. And I mm-hmm. like, there's something so uncomfortable about being like, it just sucks that like the same demographic just keeps winning, even though I understand that this is merit based and this is about the food and like, we're not actually like, it doesn't feel 
accurate to suddenly be like, well, why was it this man again for the millionth time? But at the same time, it's just, it's tough that that is the way that the deck keeps falling over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over again. And especially because they do give all this time throughout the season to women talking about like, yeah, like it is harder to be a woman as a chef. Like it is harder to like, it's harder to do this and be who I am. And I don't immediately get the credit that all these dudes do. And I don't have all the confidence that these dudes automatically have. Like it's hard to, to hear that all season and then watch this happen at the end. And it's, yeah. it's, there's this, uh, it's sort of a double-edged sword of how close things were. Um, because it, on the one hand, it's like, uh, you know, like this is proving that it's not like there's a huge gap in the talent. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, if it's this close, just give it to her. Like this doesn't make, like, it doesn't right. seem like there's a, it's, it's just so tempting to uh, say that. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. So I just, I feel like real frustrated by the closeness. I, they, they love to say this is the hardest decision we've ever made, or this is the closest things have ever been. And, uh, I'm sure that never makes the chefs feel better because all that means is that you were like closer to having one. And that, that makes it even more heartbreaking that you didn't. So yeah. Does, does it make it feel better or worse? Sort of like how, how much Adrian improved over the season? You know, like, whereas like, I don't think we would have necessarily thought that, like, you know, say in the first half of the season that she would have been like a contender, like, or that would have been because like, we didn't know about that notebook strategy. <laughs> yeah. It's that killer notebook. Uh, but right. Like, does, does that like, cause I, I think like, like, I mean, like Flam did great, but like was like pretty kind of solid, like all the way through and like definitely didn't like grow as much, I would say. Um, yeah. So like, is it be- basically, does it feel better or worse? Like sort of like seeing like kind of like, uh, like Adrian, like, like, like just kind of like light on fire and like kick ass like towards like the last half yeah does it i don't know i don't have an answer to that i agree that 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 is a good question it was cool watching her as a result Mm -hmm. of that i thought because it was just like watching the thing that everyone has to go through to a certain extent on top chef anyway right like adapting to being on tv adapting to the the constraints of the challenges but then alongside that her figuring out what she was actually interested in cooking, like almost in real time was like really compelling to me. Yeah. So agreed. it made me yeah. like enjoy that narrative more. Like Joe is a, a fabulous Italian chef and he has always done incredible Italian food right from his entry onto the the show because that's what he's really passionate about. But he came in knowing that was his passion as well as his strength. And I, I just love watching someone like figure their shit out <laughs> in yeah. real time. It's like why I love this type of reality show versus like other types of, I don't know, trashier, guiltier pleasure shows, cough, cough, the bachelor. Yeah. Like, this one makes me feel better because I like watching people figuring something out. For yeah, they're they're, they're figuring out how to yeah. love. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, well, this they're is figuring a different out podcast, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, off the air, then definitely want to hear your thoughts about this breakup, but, um, before uh, before we wrap really quick, uh, I think it's a good time to dive into our... Oh, wrong one. I mean, still good. That song means that it's time for Megan's Mailbag, the final mailbag hey. of the season. You can get in touch with Megan even after this happens. You just want to check in, see how she's doing. Mailbag at PackYourMics.com. Thanks, everybody who's written, out, written to us all season. This is Megan's first year running the mailbag, and she's done a terrific job, right? Megan on the mailbag? Yeah, well done. Yes. Very well done. Megan, what's in your bag? Yeah, it's sort of an emotional bag. I bet. Today. Yeah. A lot uh, of emotional hey. baggage. Lots of, lots of, yeah, lots of good emotions. Uh, well, emotions of all sorts. Yeah. Uh, so, um, 
So first first uh, letter we have here, not actually a letter, email. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, you, I haven't told you guys this, but every email or tweet that Megan gets, she then hand writes onto mm-hmm. parchment. Um, and, and then, then folds up and sends it to herself. Mm-hmm. So via um, carrier pigeon, it's it's an expensive system we've bag. been using. Yeah, and then puts it into a bag. <laughs> Obviously, the the pigeon has to carry a whole bag of this. Uh, but that's how we do it. So we appreciate you guys bearing with us. Yeah. Uh, so sister of the show, Maddie wrote in. Oh yay! Uh, oh, sister of the show. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Uh, and she thought for sure Adrian was going to win yeah. after her show-stopping first course yep. and the morning montage of her with her notebook looking determined. Oh, dude. <laughs> her and best friend, the notebook, having yes. a good uh, morning prep session. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she had one, she would have had to have been like, I'm just, of this 125000 I'm going to give 20000 to the notebook. <laughs> I want to see it realize its dreams. Yeah. Well, so uh, Maddie was sad when Joe won, and she mm-hmm. says, I guess the way to win Top Chef is to play it safe with pasta. <laughs> uh, guys, it was, it was mm. kind of interesting if, after all of this uh, yeah. um, talk about you know, people again. doing too much pasta that it seemed like that was one of the dishes that kind of... And they didn't even question it. There was no him. moment where they were like, I guess we've been trash talking pasta for 14 episodes but today it's great like they didn't seem to even acknowledge that it's been that for all season what a weird theme for a season it's been a pasta season it's, yeah it's not top noodle anyway ho <laughs> uh yeah um danielle writes that uh, she thought it was a pretty good finale uh, she liked that both cooked basically the best things that they made all season and overall true, true. it was a decent final two and a decent winner um, to True. your question, Ed, she said, although I was slightly rooting for her more, uh, she thinks in the end she's glad Adrian didn't win. While it would have been nice to have the first black female chef, uh, she doesn't think that she quite earned it giving, given her overall performance of the season. Interesting. Um, and then she says, besides if I had to accept Carla and Nina lo- losing to the worst winners ever, <laughs> I can accept a loss to Big Bear Joe, who seemed like a nice guy and a great chef. That's a good point. Uh, her nice. preferred- yeah, this is not nearly as embittering as the Although yes. the other way of saying that is that this is the third time that yeah. uh, that's the other way has that's lost to a mediocre white I've guy. Been so angry. Twenty uh, percent of the epi- of the seasons have ended that way. Ew. Yeah, I know. It doesn't sound great when you say it that way. Um, Danielle would have uh, her preferred finale was Chris versus Carrie, uh, oh. so she was kind of fine either way with the outcome for this one. Well, that would have been. Mm-hmm. I would have loved yeah. to. I mean, this is true of almost everybody. I would have loved to see Chris and Carrie's four course with two Sue's cook your heart out day. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that'd be so interesting. Oh, can I interject with a bit of mail that didn't get to your carrier pigeon? Yeah. Um, so oh, I, I see the pigeon coming now. Oh, there Should he is. Okay, great. Window? Yeah, this is from, <laughs> this is open from, the window. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good <laughs> well fortunately uh we've lost the, unfortunately we've lost the pigeon but fortunately the text of this is still readable against our clean window so oh, um, no. brother-in-law of the show was at carrie's restaurant yesterday and gave me a was giving me a play-by-play through the night as they ordered fancy toast the best part of french onion soup the top for 13 dollars, as well as a <gasps> pasta tasting Ooh. and uh uh, brother in law said that the uh, the fancy toast was great, well cooked onion cheese toast, nothing not to like, and it was huge. Um, and then 
uh, you know, I got through all four of their courses of pasta, and it seemed like the pastas were okay, and the uh, sauces were were really really good. Um, also, he said that one of them needed more acid, which is, um, you know, the best way to sound like a judge on any reality cooking show. That always works on every day. You could be drinking lemons, and they'd be <laughs> like, "Well, could you use a little acid?" Um, and they do sound great, like from the description of all of these. Um, he also was c- concerned that the paparadel is kind of like cheating because you don't even have to bother to shape it. Hmm. Also, Carrie was there. So if wow. you go there, you might get to see her and hang out. And you get to try that yeah. French onion soup. The French onion soup topper. So topper. anyway, awesome. I'm sorry we lost the pigeon in that process. But what else is in your bag? <laughs> uh, Bridget writes in. Um, she thought it was in many ways a dream finale. Mm-hmm. As she loved all the sous chefs. Mm-hmm. And she realized that her dislike for Mustache Joe was really just because he talked about crystals and Fatima got eliminated in um, that episode instead of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, she realizes that being Fatima isn't isn't a crime, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> I mean, that'd We'd be fine be if it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, regardless, she thought everyone was kind. She loved watching Tom and Graham cook. There were no major failures. Failures, um, and she loved watching Adrian uh, troubleshoot the tool. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was so good. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. I like like Sarah mentioned. Just the process is one of the things that's so fun. So it's way it was way cooler to watch her try seven twills than it w- would have been if she was just like, and this is how you make this, and then turn it on. We just got to learn so much more about it, and mm-hmm. it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, she also notes uh, she saw on Facebook that um, Butterfunk Kitchen had an announcement that they are coming out with a cookbook. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah. They'll have a recipe for the brown sugar biscuit. Um, oh my nice. god! And she's wondering if if we have any of the Top Chef cookbooks, or if there's one that anyone's been eyeing. Don't we have um, a Gail cookbook? Who do we? We have a. Yeah, we have Gail just came books, out with a book, but I don't think it, it's oh, a yeah. cookbook. Oh yeah, we have a Gail book, but not a cookbook. Yeah, we have a Hugh cookbook. Oh yeah, and we have, have a Hugh. Yeah, we have a, a Top Chef Judge Hugh. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a uh, Tom's book, uh, uh, Think Like a Chef, I think. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, like, I don't think I've ever cooked anything from it, but I like his, like, his writing about it, I guess. Like, I like his, like, his sort of idea about, his ideas about food in it. I think that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. I can't say we've cooked a lot out of it, um, because it turns out Hugh is, like, even at, at his, his instruction levels might be a little bit above our skill level. Well, it's also it's it's like a vegetable cookbook, but for Hugh, yeah. vegetables are best when there's also meat involved. Yeah, he <laughs> he seems... meets up his vegetarian dishes pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah. So, oh but, boy. Yeah. Um. So Jordan wrote in with some more Wikipedia research, um, for us. Uh, oh. So this is on in honor of uh, Joe winning, um, who's a Last Chance Kitchen winner. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, I, there's sorry before you do that really quick mm-hmm. I just, how do you guys feel about that I'd forgotten about that aspect of it I like that part yeah, well, I'm the last it. chance kitchen winner yeah. I'm all for it he he came back into the competition fair and square yeah mm-hmm. and the way he lost gave... was oh go ahead oh no go ahead no no, no I don't want to step the way the way he lost uh, going out on the the um, elimination the quick, fire. quick fire yeah, yeah. so it, it just felt fitting that then he would get in on at sort of these quick fire type challenges. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also think like it kind of was the secret to him like succeeding in those last few challenges mm. because based on his talking heads in the last chance kitchen episodes, 
that was when he, especially with that final one against brother, where he's just like, I'm going to cook food my way. I'm going to cook fava beans and fava beans and put a piece of fish on top. And like that seemed to be the tipping point where he went from cooking like good Italian food to his type of Italian food. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the, I mean, like, I just want to say I really liked him a lot, not just for his personality, but like that's the type of food that does interest me mm-hmm. is when someone's able to take like Italian food or Korean food and not make it as the most authentic way as possible, but like make something that is Italian, but be something that has like pork broth and has like is like a ramen, but is still Italian. That's the type of dish that like excites me the most That's in terms of like food in general. Definitely. Definitely. Um I I also want to uh, well, so I love I love Last Chance Kitchen. I think they've done a great job with it. I've really enjoyed it, and I am I I do like it for this type of reason, where it's somebody who had done so well all season, had one bad quick fire, is really only out for one episode, and then just comes back and does so well. And like his, I mean, Joe's season is very impressive. His season yeah, record, yeah, he, yeah that's he had true. he had one bottom in all of the elimination challenges all season and was out on a quick yeah. fire so if you look at the stats yeah he reads like a guy who is an undeniable talent and Absolutely. was almost a you know like if you look at that you know it, it's no surprise that he made the finale and cooked as well as he did and as much as you i know? like I'm, i like i love adrian's uh arc because she was like in the bottom three of the or four of the first six challenges so uh-huh. week so she she definitely went got better as the season went on which is really incredible to watch but joe was like never bad basically so and i don't and i believe that they don't take that into consideration but if they did it wouldn't bother me that fact yeah. that he had done so well in so many things right <clears throat> um well jordan jordan gave us a lot of a lot of stats um but i'll i'll read the summary at the end so um I, there's been seven seasons of Last Chance Kitchen. Uh, three of the winners came back to win the season. Mm, yeah. And then in five of the seven seasons, Last Chance Kitchen winner only had to win two or three battles. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. Makes sense. That does yeah. make sense. And then, of course, there's that famous season with uh, Kristen uh, where she won five. Oh, um, wow, and that, that was but, really amazing. Right. So uh, cool. But actually, Lewis um, in the next season in New Orleans won eight uh, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, he did awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you don't have uh, Jordan to write to you, do all this research and write to you with uh, Top Chef stats, uh, Jorge uh, wrote in and um, pointed out the website topchefstats.com. Yes. Uh, which, which has some pretty interesting stats. We highlighted this a couple seasons ago, and I had forgotten to check back in with them. Yeah, so... They're still really, doing it. Yeah, really interesting stuff. So, in case you were wondering about the the curse of the risotto, uh, yeah. seven chefs have been eliminated for risotto. That's wow. it's just one of the many stats that you can find on that page. Yeah, nice. Um, and then have to say that the most mail we received um, was all about how, how much everyone really loved uh, hearing Chef Jim on our show last week. A gem. Yeah. Thank uh, you again so yeah, much. Which what a, we, what we just time. really appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I, he, and I was emailing with him afterwards and he was like, uh, not surprisingly, was like, uh, had a lot of thoughts on what he could have done better. And uh, so oh, assuming on, that he's Jim. listening to this, like, yeah. Does he have a notebook? <laughs> yeah. First, yeah. Write everything down in a notebook. <laughs> very helpful. And second of all, 
uh we have gotten so much positive feedback mm-hmm. everybody loved uh having him having you on so yeah. thanks again Absolutely. yes ali said he's the epitome of charming so charming uh marianne uh, really enjoyed his insights uh sean appreciated his uh backup on the show ink master yes uh, they're both fans <laughs> we'll and, have uh, to do that we uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Jay wrote in and said, uh, you know, he, he really enjoyed hearing Chef Jim on the show, but, uh, was disappointed that we didn't get his opinion on the mailbag song, uh, to which, uh, Jim, Jim responded on Twitter, uh, Chef Jim and said, he doesn't think it'll settle anything, but he enjoys the mailbag song and he also kind of enjoys the more annoying version. Everybody misses the more annoying version. It's very popular, except for Chris. It's universally beloved. (laughs) So... No, it's not just Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah. But thanks everyone uh, for writing into the mailbag this season. We've really appreciated your your thoughts. And Thank you for doing all of that work, Megan. Absolutely. What a great what a great season of mailbag. Yeah, we really appreciate everybody who wrote in. If you have any final thoughts, we'd love to keep getting them. Uh, Packyourmics.com is the easiest way to get in touch with us. You'll find everything there. And um, uh, while you're there, you'll also uh, be able to go back and listen to our other seasons and comment on those and keep comments on the on the posts so that we can have conversation going because it's uh i i hear a lot of people who are uh re-watching the show and all of those will still seem fresh to you um before we go a couple of really quick things i want to point out a couple of little tidbits that i want you guys to all know about first of all uh from our best friends the reddit uh as apparently this is most for you, Ezra and Sarah. Uh, mm. It was also clear from the preview that Padma, when she said congratulations, was looking up and not down. And that from ah. their vastly different heights, it was also clear to people that um, that Joe was probably going to take it. So I think it's really interesting. Well, well, wait a second, though. Padma was sitting down and they were both standing. So the, I think yeah, she'd but, have to look up either way. But, but more up, I guess. I mean, I, more so. up than, than in your mind. When yeah. You yeah. yeah. When you look yeah, at exactly. them next to each other, that's pretty... Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean, just like you're thinking he looked right, like the fact that that turned out to be correct makes me think that um, it must have been true, but yeah, who knows. Um, two more things. Oh, uh, first, congratulations, Chef Fadi, winner of season 15 fan favorite. Yeah. Hey. Woo. I knew it. It yeah, happened. Have, right? What? It had to have been her. Oh, yeah. We were very, very confident that was going to happen, I think. But, uh, yeah, really exciting. Still great. Uh, Just, yeah, couldn't be happier. And then, guess what, Megan? What? Coming soon, Top Chef Canada. Whole new season. Yay! (laughs) I am very excited. Um, So, they... they, The show that was once canceled and then came back with an all-star season is now back with a uh, totally full new season starting April 8th. Uh, is Skeletor back? <laughs> uh, is, uh, by that, do you mean uh, mean head judge uh, Mark McEwen? Yeah, foods. Mark McSkeletor. Yeah, yeah, yeah for I sure. I you called him Skeletor. Um, yeah. I am, I, we love this show. We've talked about this a bunch of times, but Megan and I love this show. So it's great that we won't have too long to wait before we have another... Uh, top chef thing to watch so i'm excited for that awesome um and it yeah it looks like it's gonna be fun it looks like the whole cast is back and what a cool thing to get uncanceled and just be like yeah no, we're just back we're gonna keep going for a while so Love it. can't wait for more McEwen feuds and uh even though i miss la 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 blahs anyway um does anybody have 
lastly, as we go, does anybody have any bold predictions for for this? Do you think it's gonna be like maybe Tom shows up and says there's one more challenge? That'd be pretty bold. Um, I'm gonna say next season we'll have no Joes in the finale. Oh no, Joes! Yeah. Ooh. And also, I then you know what? Joes Counter bold one. prediction: next season we'll see sloppy Joes in the finale. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Nobody uh, named I, Joe, I but it's a, there's a sloppy Joe challenge. Pr- uh, next, next, you know what? Next season, instead of wow. shopping at Whole Foods, they'll shop at Trader Joe's. Wow! Wow! Oh my gosh, but the cheese selection is so good. <laughs> but the <laughs> meat counter doesn't exist. There's no meat counter, and it's like, man, what I really want is individually wrapped carrots. That <laughs> <laughs> would be an interesting change. Very bold. I love it. Um, I, I do. I, I was hope if I had more time, I really wanted to go put together a little package at the end where I played a bunch of our bold predictions and we talked about whether or not any of the ha- them happened. But um, I don't remember all of them. So I do good. remember we had an old Joe finale and a shaved mustache and somebody was a demon. So it seems like we might have been over however many bold well, predictions. Okay, we had. so I just want to say we did get both Joes in the finale on the so same true. team, did we not? Yeah, that's true. We did have like, true double Joe. That was a two in one Joe. Yeah, and I think neither I, of them a, sloppy. Close I've ever come. Dos Joes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, good point. So we did okay. And, you know, it's very possible Joe Flam was a demon. We just didn't see it on camera. So can't. any any city dreams? Do people have places that they hope Top Chef does for the next season? Well, we already know next season. Oh, uh, next season. I've just been asleep. Don't worry about it. No, that's fine. Uh, we Yeah, this was, uh, I think, good right morning. before you, you guys came. And, and, and get your coffee. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do that after this, actually. Yeah, that's how far behind I am. Yeah, we're going to Kentucky next season. So oh. next season. So derby, uh, bourbon, yep, barbecue. Bourbon and, Aww, and horse Padma's meat. Padma's going to be so drunk. <laughs> and, a hot brown I have a, uh, and hot brown. I have a pragmatically bold prediction about next season. Yeah. Uh, that it's going to be like the Seattle season where they maybe spend three episodes in Kentucky and spend most of the time just like hopscotching all around the Appalachian area. Um, That would be cool, actually. West Virginia, Tennessee, Nashville. I'm assuming Kentucky bought the whole, like could pay for the whole thing, but um, I I don't know. I just have a feeling that's what it's going to be, kind of like how Seattle spent three of the episodes in Alaska Mm -hmm. and then some in Vancouver. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I would, you know, I wouldn't be mad if they would just take it on the road and like not anchor it to a, a single place. Like I would be yeah, fine that with fun that actually. But they need that sweet, sweet yeah. production money. They do need well, the production yes, money. Well, that's true. They need that payout. I, for, I, I forgot. I guess this yes. isn't a, a bolt. This isn't a prediction, but I just looking back, um, I feel like Colorado is one of the better represented regions that the show has highlighted. I thought they did an incredible job with yeah, Colorado. It made me really want to go to Aspen and, and Telluride and I'm looking forward yeah. to trying Carrie's toast next time I'm in Denver. I thought they I thought it represented really well. Some of the seasons you don't feel it I don't feel like we learned much about it, but this one I felt really at home without it ever being too corny. Yeah. yeah. Uh Nola still takes the cake for me. Oh, of course. Um, I thought Texas was really good. Yeah, yeah. Those were Colorado definitely up there. Awesome. Yeah. I think at cast wise, I think this was one of my all time favorite seasons. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Man, yeah. what a good season, you guys. Um I so I could see, yeah, multiple people if they do another like all stars esque season, I could see three or more people from this season being called back. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. so many faves. The way that they've been doing the semi all stars, I feel like they're keeping it from ever having enough all stars accumulated. But um, th- I would love to see all of these people again. I just would like to see them competing against other returning chefs and not half new chefs. Totally. That was such a bummer. Yeah. Um, well, so that's it, you guys, for our season. Um, actually, really that's quick. It. 
really quick, um, Chris, you were a top podcaster, what? and I know there were. What? I know you came back, uh, and um, I'm disappointed it's a white guy too. But uh, that's what happened. <laughs> it was almost. It was almost me, but then sadly no. Just to keep it real consistent. Yeah. Oh god! But I'm sure you're happy, and I'm sure when you call Tanya, she will be happy for you. <laughs> And that'll make it worth it. Can we get that phone call, actually? <laughs> feel feel free. Uh, hey, guess what? Uh, Hi, what? I just won Top Podcaster. Shut up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Which, you when, when you said it, it sounded more like, actually, Chris, shut up. I don't know if that's well, how you Because I'm it. also finding out I'm not Top Podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough way to deliver that news. Well, uh, I want to thank everybody so much for listening this year. Um, this has been a really... And I especially want to thank all six of you for... Uh, and, and Seven. And Megan, seven. Um, but, oh. for, but you six guests for piling into this show with Megan and I. I Because um, there was a bunch of changing over. And, it's, uh, and, and, and new Sarah and Kyle for being the heroes of the season and saving it when everybody else was traveling around and like really keeping everything together. Yeah. It has been... Definitely heroes. Such a delight talking oh. to you every week. We appreciate that. Child, we, we don't guys. consider ourselves heroes. We're, we're just, we're just the Yes, as Wait, you raise that? a child, it's very impressive. You just they have a dog, a as it's the same. You just said traveling around or whatever. We raised the child, all right. <laughs> Yeah, that was the whatever to their because Chris and Tanya were traveling. Yeah, that's great. You did something great. It's not heroic. <laughs> Everybody yeah. and their mom did it. Yeah, <laughs> happens all the time. Uh, but how often does somebody ride in and save a podcast? Sorry, Kyle, you were you were accepting our gratitude before you were so rudely oh, interrupted. No, hey, we we probably deserve that based on the introduction you gave us. Uh, uh, I. I we just really appreciate it. We're, we've been happy to be along for this ride, this journey with all of you. I feel like, I personally feel like I found my podcasting voice you did. about two weeks ago. You and did. I love pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it turns out, Sarah, Sarah, you win. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Turns She's out, taking the, it. She's the answer it. was pasta. I yeah. want to eat rocks. Sarah does it. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, everybody, uh, uh, I don't know what Kentucky is going to bring for us, where our lives are going to be. I know this season was touch and go at the beginning. I'm so glad we did it. And if, if it is possible for us to be back again next season, I assume we will be in some form or another. So uh, take care, everybody. Keep, keep sending us feedback, and we will talk to everybody soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. I uh, love you guys so much. Kyle and Sarah, go. You have friends coming over. Go. They've yes. eaten your whole house.